Welcome to the Gen X Women's Guide to Love podcast. I'm your host, Shonda Howard, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to stop attracting all of the wrong men so you can meet and marry the man of your dreams. Let's get started. All right. Hello. Welcome back to the Gen X Women's Guide to Love podcast. This is episode 16. Coming at you from a beautiful May day in Chicago. The sun is shining. The temps are getting warmer and warmer. We're in like mid 60s this week and it feels amazing. Also, I think I may have missed my calling, which probably was to be a weather girl. (laughs) Actually, true story. I did secretly want to be a weather girl when I was in my 20s, but that just never worked out for me. Here we are though, and I'm here to help you. If you're a woman who's in your late 30s or your 40s or even older, If you're a Gen X woman or a well-informed millennial, I'm here to help you find love and really believe in the possibility that you really can have love at any stage in your life. And it really is just a matter of understanding that the reason why you haven't had the experiences you've wanted to have in love is because you have negative unconscious programming that's been holding you back. But that's not what this episode is about. So I wanted to come on here and really chat with you guys today about a concept that I've been leaning into and really thinking about in my own life, which is that thoughts are just thoughts. They are not the truth. And not only are they just thoughts, but your thoughts, my thoughts, our thoughts actually serve a higher purpose from a biological perspective. And that purpose is to keep you safe and protect you. (laughs) Okay. So it's like a really high level concept, but I want to talk about this and how it really relates to you, and some thoughts that you might be thinking that are really holding you back because you're choosing to believe the thoughts, because we we tend to think that our thought is telling us the truth when it's not in reality. It's actually just trying to protect us. It's trying, trying to protect you. So if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you might know two things about me. So number one, I'm currently living in Chicago with my husband and my two little kids. And then number two, I'm a mom of two toddlers. Two toddlers. I have a, uh, my youngest is a year and a half. He's wild. He is so freaking wild. He's a crazy man. (laughs) And then I also have my oldest son who's about to turn four. They are delightful. Yes, I love them so much. And it was my greatest dream to be a mom. And sometimes being a mom of toddlers that are in this stage feels like the fucking worst. And I just want to be real with you. I want to be honest with you. It's a hard, challenging season. It's physically exhausting. And I feel like I'm constantly hitting up against a wall of my own triggers being pulled to the surface in parenting because my kids are, they're just pushing those buttons constantly, fighting with me, being rambunctious. They want control. I want control. So it's just like an all out showdown. And it's just really chaotic. And Needless to say, I loved having babies. I loved that first year of motherhood, the zero to 12 months, the sweet baby who you're like cuddling with and holding and just kind of like walking around in the stroller with and just like having this beautiful, lovely day. Loved the baby phase, loved the infant stage and toddlerhood blew that right up for me. And so now I have two of them. And my point in all of that is to say, And then the other point, by the way, let me just circle back really quickly. The other point that I want to make is I'm living in Chicago. We're here for my husband's job. You probably know that. 
And Chicago's not where we want to be long term. In fact, I'm working, if you follow me on social media, you've probably seen this, I'm working on manifesting a move back to the West Coast for us because it's just what's best for our family. However, I'm here in Chicago. I'm physically in a place I don't want to be. And I'm emotionally and theoretically in a place, quote unquote, I don't love with the season of childhood that my children are in, with the toddler season, the toddler stage. So these are two sticking points for my life of like places that I am in that I don't love and don't want to be. And I want to get to an easier stage with my kids. And I also want to get back to LA. Now, my thoughts about those two circumstances in my life oftentimes are very negative. Very often I feel like, oh, this isn't fun. I hate this. Maybe I'm a bad mom. I should just, maybe I shouldn't have had kids. Maybe this isn't for me. My mind likes to serve up really negative thoughts about motherhood during this stage, likes to tell me all the time, this is so hard. And then about being in Chicago, my mind likes to tell me this is, it's probably never going to happen. You're never going to get to move back to California. You're never going to have what you want, like all of these crazy stories. And I have really been playing around with two things. So one, I've had to play around with really observing that these are just thoughts. They're not the truth. It's not absolute ultimate truth that I'm going to be in Chicago forever and we'll never get back to LA. And then It's not absolute ultimate truth that like I shouldn't have been a mom, that this stage is going to last for a really long time, that it's never going to get better, right? Those are just thoughts. So I've had to really pull out, zoom out a little bit and see those are thoughts. They're created by my mind and the mechanism of my mind is to protect me. It does that by looking at your current situation or even your past and trying to predict the future. And the reason why this is so important to you is because, or like why it applies to you and it's so important for where you are in your life is because I remember when I was single and I was in my late 30s, I felt oftentimes hopeless. I felt like this isn't going to happen for me. I felt like I should probably just call it. I should just accept the fact that I'm going to be single forever. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. I'm never going to have the life that I want. But those were just thoughts. They weren't the truth. And part of the work that I had to do in order to attract the love of my life, to attract a soulmate, was to stop believing those thoughts Because those thoughts were creating feelings in my body, feelings of hopelessness, frustration, unhappiness that were roadblocks. Those feelings blocked me from attracting more love because they blocked me from accepting my current circumstance of being single and really getting on with the show, enjoying my life, finding the things that I had in my life that were good to enjoy. So in order to attract the love of my life, I had to stop believing those negative thoughts and I had to start shifting my perspective and shifting my story. I had to recognize that the mechanism of my mind was to protect me. And my mind was trying to protect me, by the way. It was when it was saying to me, this isn't going to happen for you. You should just call it. You should just accept that you're going to be single and forever. You're not going to get married. You're not going to have kids. You're not going to have the things that you want in your life. That was my mind trying to protect me from disappointment in the future. So if you are feeling the same way, if you're thinking thoughts that say, this is never going to work for you. It's never going to happen. 
You need to just get on with the show. You need to get over this. You need to accept the fact that you're not going to get married. You're not going to have kids. You're not going to get to have the things that you want to have in your life. You're going to be single forever. You're going to die alone, right? I know those thoughts very intimately. If your mind is serving you those thoughts, the first step is to simply recognize, oh, these are thoughts. These are not truths. These are not ultimate truths. There's no chalkboard in the sky written with my story that says, you are not meant to have this. These are just thoughts. And the mechanism of my mind is to create thoughts to protect me. These thoughts are trying to protect me in the future from feeling disappointment. And the way that they do that is they try to create disappointment in me now. They say, hey, let's just be disappointed with where we're at so that you don't have to feel disappointment in the future. But that doesn't really make a lot of sense. So if you can start to create some awareness around the fact that these are just thoughts, they're not the truths, then you have the power to start shifting them. Then you have the power to start choosing thoughts that will serve you, that will create better feelings in your body because your feelings are your fuel. They're your motivation. They're what creates the energy in your body to either engage in your life, take action that's going to serve you, that's going to move you towards the goals you want, or to retreat, to not do anything, to sit at home, sit on the couch, watch Netflix, eat Ben and Jerry's, right? That stems from our feelings. And our feelings are created by our thoughts. So this is a little bit high level, but Hopefully you're understanding what I'm saying. And so really what I recommend you do is you start to get clear on what are the negative thoughts that you're thinking over and over and over again. Is it, I'm going to be single forever. It's not going to happen for me. And write those down, get them out of your head onto the page so that you can see them as separate from you. You can see that they're not truth. They're just thoughts. And then if you can see that they are just thoughts, you can ask yourself, you can start to evaluate, well, how do these thoughts make me feel? And if it's not a feeling that I want, and it's not a feeling that motivates positive action towards the things that I want in my life, then it's my job to create and choose new thoughts that are going to serve me in different ways, that are going to motivate me in different ways. Okay, so step one, you want to write your thoughts down. Step two, get clear on what those thoughts make you feel like. And then step three, choose a new thought. If that thought is not serving you with positive feelings that motivate you, with get, that give you fuel, that cause energy in the body to do things that you want to be doing, then you get to choose a new thought. I recommend taking that thought. So for example, if you have the thought, it's not going to happen for me. I'm going to be single forever. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. I recommend very gently changing the thoughts, starting with a new thought that feels like a bridge, feels like a bridge in between where you are now and where you want to be. So you ultimately might look at that thought and say, well, I'd like to believe this is definitely going to happen for me. I'm definitely going to get married and have kids, but I can't really believe that yet. So you can create a bridge by saying, by creating, choosing a new thought that is rooted in possibility. And this is something that I like to do with my clients a lot. I like to have them look at their thoughts and choose a thought that's rooted in possibility by changing the thought that they have, a thought like, I'm going to be single forever, to, it's possible I will get married and have kids one day. It's possible I'm going to have the life that I want. It's possible that everything's working out for me exactly as I want it to. It's possible everything's working out for my highest and greatest good, even though I can't see it. It's possible. So add the language, it's possible. This immediately will shift your perspective. It will get your mind starting to look for 
ways that it could be possible, ways that or evidence that there is around you in your world. So we'll start to show you evidence of people that have found love that are your age or older. That's going to create different feelings in your body. That's going to create a more hopeful feeling, a more positive feeling, a feeling that's going to keep you showing up, engaging in your search for love, not just shutting it down and locking yourself away in your home to watch your favorite show on Netflix and eat Ben and Jerry's because that's not going to move you towards finding the love of your life. And some of you need to hear that. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh. Okay, so this is really a big perspective shift. And it's a tool that I really wanted to share with you. And this is, again, something that I'm thinking about in my own life because I have to do this work daily, right? It's possible that things are going to get better with my kids and start to feel easier really soon. It's possible that our move to LA is on the horizon, even though I can't see it. Okay, so I'm constantly bringing myself back to a possibility that feels better, right? That's just the simplest way to put it. It makes me feel better. And that's really the secret sauce of all of this work. We want you to feel good so that, again, you're showing up to your life. You're engaging in your life. You're engaging in your search for love, not disengaging. Okay, so get clear on your thoughts. Write them down. Ask yourself, how do these thoughts make me feel? And then start to choose a thought, a better thought that's rooted in possibility. You do that by adding the language, it's possible that, dot, dot, dot. Now, the next thing, the next piece of this that I've really been rooting into in my own life is acceptance. Because anytime we're in resistance of where we are in our life, if we're actively resisting it, we're creating negative emotion in the body that, again, is blocking us, it's stagnating us, and it's holding us back from what we want. So that means... The first thing that we need to do if we want to change anything in our life is get into a place of peace and acceptance with where we are first. From there, we have the energy, the motivation, the resources to work on changing our circumstance. So we have to get into a place of love and acceptance with where we are, and then we can start to work towards changing it. I do this actively every day. I don't want to be in Chicago, but I really have to anchor into acceptance in being here. And I do that by really forcing my mind to to think about, to ruminate on, and to come up with different aspects of being here in Chicago that I truly am grateful for. And I'm not faking it. I'm not going like, oh, I'm grateful for this and that, and just kind of like zooming past it. I'm actually doing this work to feel that gratitude in my body. So I actively make myself come up with five things every single day about Chicago that I am grateful for. So I walk around the city in the morning after I drop my kids off and I go, thank you. I'm so grateful that my kids' preschool is so close. I can just walk across the street and drop them off. And then I walk to get coffee and on the way I pass this, I pass the Chicago River and this little dock where the boat, there there are these boats like in our neighborhood that dock right in this little slip by our house. And it's right next to the Target where the Starbucks is. And I walk past that and I, I stop and I appreciate and I go, thank you. I love living close to water. I love walking by water every day. It really fills me up. It makes me feel so good. And then when I have to go to the grocery store later, I say, thank you. I am so grateful that the grocery store is so close. I can literally walk here and I walk here every day to get what we need. Thank you. The sun is shining today. Thank you. I love living in a place where I can walk to everything that I need. And then I pick my kids up from school and I go, thank you. My kids love it here. They love the school that they're going to. And we get to have this experience because it's in Chicago. 
So I recommend that you do this. You get into a little bit more acceptance with the fact that you are single, with your single status. That's what the Brits would say. I'm not Brit, but I did always secretly hope that I was going to move to London. And then I met my husband. (laughs) So the same could be true for you. It can happen at any moment, by the way. But I want you to start to focus on, intentionally focus your mind on things in your life, aspects of your life that you are grateful for, that you have because you're single. Maybe it's the ability to get up and travel whenever you want. Maybe it's all of the abundance of alone time. You guys, I love alone time. I love it. I'm an introvert. Celebrating, feeling grateful for your alone time, not a bad thing, a very good thing. Maybe it's the fact that you get to have so much time really connecting with your friends or just doing what you want. You get to have that autonomy. Maybe it's the fact that you live in a place that you live in and you get to make sure that your home stays as tidy as you want it. Focus on the reasons that you have to feel grateful for where you are so that you can release some resistance and shift into more acceptance because this is the key to starting to, to beginning to change the circumstance before you can do all of that work to start to build beliefs and thoughts that are going to serve you better, you have to accept where you are. And so I want you to do that by evaluating your thoughts and by intentionally practicing gratitude around the circumstance currently. Okay, so that's it. If you are looking to take this work deeper I want you to head to the link that's in the show notes below. And I have a brand new free training that's available that will help you attract a man who's ready for commitment. It's a free training. And if you like that free training and you want to hop on a free one-on-one call with me, you'll have the opportunity after you watch the video. So I'm sending you a lot of love. I'm sending you all the good vibes, the spring-summer vibes where we made it through the winter. I mean, it's not like warm, warm here in Chicago, but I am celebrating the frick out of the weather right now, let me tell you. (laughs) Anyways, I'm sending you a lot of love, and I hope you have a beautiful week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen X Woman's Guide to Love podcast. If you liked this episode, I would be so honored if you'd share it with someone who you know is looking for love. And if you're ready to take this work even deeper, I invite you to head on over to shondahoward.com forward slash free, where you can download your free meditation to attract your soulmate.